It's 11.02 Central, Standing, Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the Mascot Hall of Fame in Whiting, Indiana, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's turn in our ballots for the Mascot Hall of Fame Awards. All right. Who did you vote for? Uh, you know who I voted for. Clark the Cub? No. Stan's the standard time mascot, Standy. Right. I get confused with time a lot, just with the pronunciation. Yeah. Now, it's people think it's Stan because they don't hear the D, but it's Stan's. Stan's. Like with the Z? Like Like not like Kazakhstan. Like what? Stan's? Yeah, like stands, like S-T-A-N-Z? No, S-T-A-N-D-S, stands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Central standees time. That's what I said. I know. Yeah. So, look, I think we need to switch gears. Yeah. We need to People have... People have already turned this off at this point. Yeah, well, I... You're right. So, and now we so can, we do can whatever keep we talking want. about whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I have have it on good word that this has been a rough week for Eric the caddy. Oh and no! I just yeah. So I just you know, I I want to make sure you're aware because you know sometimes you're a little harsh with him. Really, I thought that he always liked me. He just would get, get mad at you. Man, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Eric? Uh, well, man, you know, I was thinking that, uh, that I wasn't going to record this episode. <laughs> but it's been pretty, well, you know what? I got to tell you that actually I'm having a good day today. And, you know, I, I didn't want you guys to ruin it, but then I thought, <laughs> that maybe you guys, you know, maybe that's the problem, is that I all, we all just kind of have this preconceived notion of each other, like, like you're not going to appreciate me, and, and I'm going to make you upset. Yeah, you know, Eric, that's funny. I've been thinking stuff like that, too, and... Right before we brought you on, I actually brought, I secretly started the the recording so you could hear us talking, so you could hear that we actually care very deeply for you. Man, I love you, Matt. I never said that before, but I do. And I love Martin. Oh, thanks, and, Eric. I love you too. Yeah, you know, you know, now I'm, this is great. I'm, I'm starting to, you know, I'm feeling pretty good and I was in a dark place for a while, and now I'm coming out of it. <laughs> hey, um, what's going on, guys? I was looking. The Lincoln Park Zoo has a video of the new lion exhibit. It's like a live cam. Ooh. What are we talking about? Huh? What's going? Are we recording right now? Is I got yeah. caught we up. We were in just some... talking. Yeah, we were. Weren't you just? You weren't listening. I heard Eric said he loved me. I man. was looking at this live cam of lions. Man, Eric shut up! Loved it. Shut up! I knew it! I'm out of here. 
Hello, Eric, come what? back. Uh, he fell what in the lake. What did you say, Matt? He fell in the lake. What? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Make sure, just make sure he's okay before we move on, okay? No, he he climbed up. His leg is sort of bloodied up, but he's walking, sort of. All right, that may he's not fine. be blood. That might be just, you know, he carries that uh, that stuff you squirt into water. You know those raspberry jam. I don't know. I I don't drink it. Yeah, but it's just a big thing of raspberry jam. It's it's fine. Okay. Well, I guess we we can keep on going then. Uh, I was excited when I saw our, uh, the, the the writers, you know, scripts and stuff coming out this week for our show. Oh, me too. I have already made the prediction that this will be the episode that'll put us over the edge. <laughs> we'll reach our peak of popularity today. And then it'll be all easy sailing from here. And then we go over the edge. I well, like it. Easy sailing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, um, so let's get started. Great. Um, many of you may have fond memories of old school trips, field trips, and whatnot. And for a lot of people in our audience, perhaps the most epic field trip of all time was your class trip to Washington, D.C. We're going to take a little trip down memory lane and talk about our memories of the nation's capital. Okay. So I actually did not go on the uh, trip to Washington, D.C. Because I went to a school where we had ninth grade. Oh, and, Gross. you know, because I left I left school in eighth grade to go to and become a freshman in high school. Did you come back to school or you no, eighth grade I, was no, I off? definitely should have. But um, no, I left uh, school and then all my friends that stayed at, at our school went to to Washington, D.C. in the ninth grade. But I. Oh. So you my first out. trip to Washington, D.C. was when I was like 32 or something like that. So I, oh, our trips may be different. Yeah, well, maybe they're the same, though. Right. So let's go ahead. Go ahead. You start. Okay. So I went on a class trip from Hinsdale Junior High in eighth grade. Uh, I th we stayed in Virginia the first night. I assume somewhere, you know, no one knows where Virginia is, but somewhere near D.C. It's too confusing to explain. Yes. And then we stayed in Washington, D.C. two more nights. All right. And cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That is that what you wanted to know or you want to know more? Yeah. Well, no. Is there more? There is. There is more. Oh, OK. So there were essentially three highlights that I'm going to point out to you. The first one was, so we stayed in a group, myself, my friend Gary, Mike, and Josh. We stayed in a sort of a fancy hotel room. There were two separate rooms and a bathroom. There was like a couch room. It was like a sort of bad embassy suites room. There were two double, two queens maybe, and then the couch, and then myself. Two queens, <laughs> no, queen queen beds. Queen yeah, beds. it's not that kind of show. Right. Anyway, we developed a game in a hotel room called Jousting, 
It was super fun. It was pretty much the only thing we did. The, I've heard of that. It doesn't sound very fun to me. Jousting. Well, you just, you just would be bad at it. So you can be bad at stuff and it's still fun. All right? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so keep going. So you stand, obviously, on the two beds and you have two pillows each. And the goal is there are two objectives. You can't fall and hit your knee or any part of your body on the bed. Okay. You can't fall off the bed. So it's similar in a way, almost more like sumo than jousting. But then you hit the other person with the pillow or whatever, literally whatever. And if the other person falls or falls off the bed, you win. Okay. So so you guys once, made this game up, huh? We invented it, for yeah, sure. Right. 100%. I've never, yeah. I know of no children that have ever played a game like this. Thank Keep you. Going. We, invent, it's, we should copyright it. Yeah. So about, you know, four or five school days after we got back from Washington, D.C., the four of us get called down to the assistant principal's office. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it was bad. Okay. And then eventually we all get down there and we could not figure out what we did. Well, turns out we broke a bed. <gasps> I know. I know. Wow. So we fessed up and paid for it. And when I actually tell the story, I realize this story might not be super interesting. Um, but my next one is way better. So you fessed up and paid. You guys all paid for it. So what? Yes. You all opened your wallets and got cash out and paid right then and there, right? I was you, big in like, you I was, paid. I was big into like a silver phase. So I got out my scales and just paid in like it was like. 0.3 troy ounces of silver. Okay. Nice. It's basically what Judas got. Okay, got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so if you like that story, just cut off the podcast now cuz it's only going to get worse. Okay. If you didn't like it, keep listening. Okay, you do you have another to... one? Oh, I thought we were going to go like crisscross well, apple. My shop. stories are like, you know, we went to we went to the Theodore Roosevelt Memorial, oh, which is like boring stuff. No, okay. well, I mean, yeah, no, it's okay. on an island in the Potomac River, you know, but I was in my 30s. I was with my good friend uh, and we were, you know, she was starting a job in Washington, D.C. that summer. And I helped, you know, I drove with her to, so, you know, drove her there because she didn't have a car. And then we like went, we like walked around and did stuff. We went out to eat and like, you know. Okay, whatever. So I went to Colonial Williamsburg, which was totally amazing, amazing. Okay. And I bought a replica Colonial uh, rifle. It was a single shot, but it was a BB gun. So okay. this is probably in like 1991, 1992, maybe. Right. So. You know, airplane security was a little different. So I was packing and I was like, well, I'd like a duffel bag sort of. And I was like, well, this is a pretty long rifle. So I just put it in my duffel bag with the uh, end of it, you know, where the bullet would fly out, just sticking out of the end of my duffel bag. And I just checked it as you would. Was it like one of those cone shaped rifles, like a musket or whatever? No, it was more like a single shot. It was like. If you were a Minuteman, you'd go 
to where you keep all your guns and you would pick that instead of the AR-15 because they were around it's a, constitutionally it a, protected. So it's a muzzle loader. Yeah, it's a muzzle loader. Yes. So a dog, a dog has could to shoot it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So I get to the airport, get into wherever Chicago, Hare, Midway. It's hard to say. And no one luggage, really knows where it was. Right. My luggage is not there. What? My luggage is not there. The check bag with the gun sticking out of it is not there. So I'm really confused. Was the plane there? How did you get there? I arrived on the plane. And everybody else in my group had their luggage. (laughs) Yeah, so I am bewildered and a little anxious at this point. Not really anxious, but more bewildered. Yeah. So then I ask a, a luggage handler type. And they're like, oh, we have your bag. It's over here. Then they're like, yeah, next time, um, don't have a gun sticking out of the zipper of your bag. And I was like, oh, thank you. I won't. And then we left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a little so, hiccup. So that no was, and that's not like that anymore? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I haven't tried it again, but I'm assuming so, it's, they still have planes. So an adolescent child can't fly in a plane with a, the barrel of a gun sticking out of their luggage? I don't know if you could do that again or not. I think some adolescents might be able to. You can check. Now, you can check a gun still. Right. See, this was checked. Yeah. So you're trying to make it like that's some great story. So what? Some people. The the great founders of the Constitution gave us all the rights to have guns to shoot at the government. I have one more story. How how dare you? I was like. 34, I drove around in a car with this person. I had to, by the way, because I was poor and did not want to pay for parking, I had had to move my car like every four hours the entire time we were in D.C. And we were in DuPont Circle, which is a pretty crowded area of D.C. And I would get in my car every four hours and drive around and try to find a new street parking space now that's a good story okay that sounds really exciting thanks do you even have to do that in the middle of the night yes is the is every four hours that's six times a day what if you had to change the clock back would you have to do it five times maybe i don't know that's that that's confusing and also, I had it, pizza, also, I had pizza there and was surprised that it was actually pretty good. Oh, what kind of, what style of pizza was it? Uh, Mid-Atlantic. That doesn't sound good. No, well, it isn't. But anyway, had, if, had I had a bad one, I may have never ended up moving to Virginia. True. So, so the place you stayed in was a circle? Yes. Yep. So you could and only were the floors when you, when you went outside circular? you could you could only go left or right and then you could only go for so long and then you'd end up being back home. So you had to every day was an adventure. Well, what if you like were walking up the circle and fell down because you were like upside down? I, you know, look, I'm not all into this existential stuff like you. Okay? 
True. I'm just kind of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. You're more grounded. Yeah, I'm not like always, you know, what if, what if, oh, you know, like you. Well, that's true. You know, what about God? Does God love us? Uh, You're always asking me stuff like that. And if God doesn't love us, what about Jesus? What? Why does Jesus love love us? us? Why you? I don't just you know. It's an example of you're always you know dream all this weird dreamy you know stuff about the universe and how, how to where do we belong and all this. You know I'm not not like that. So let me recap. You had to move your car a lot, and you had pretty good pizza, which is why I moved to Virginia. <laughs> uh, it didn't stop me. Yeah. Oh. So the pizza, it's not like you moved there because of the pizza, but you didn't. You moved there because the pizza was at least... Look, man, I made a good joke about pizza, and you're ruining it, okay? The joke was that if I'd had bad pizza that first time, it would have been like, I'm, I'm never moving anywhere near this place. And, of course, that's what I should have done. And I, But, you know, I had good pizza, okay? It's just a joke. It's just, come on. Okay, I we're running out of time. I, okay, fair enough. Well, it sounds like you had a great time in DC. Yep. All right. Whoa, any other look. any other games you invented, like jousting, or oh, the Constitution allowed me to travel without being harassed? Isn't this it an wasn't amazing the Constitution. story? Um, but no, anyway, I'm just getting a notification. It's time for our favorite game, thirty three. Oh, okay. All right. So are we going to do the which number? Who's closest? Yes, you're picking the number. Okay, I have the number in my head. Okay. Go ahead. 33. Yep, that was the number. Oh, great. Okay. Yep. Well, are you ready? Question yes. one. Okay. Since we're at the Mascot Hall of Fame... What three mascots would you like to have on your side in a jailhouse brawl? Okay, I want Dibs, who is the demon in a blue suit, the DePaul mascot. I want my high school mascot, which was a frog, because we were the Caxes, which is from some Greek, ancient Greek means the sound that frogs make when they're cheering for somebody on stage or some weird stuff like that. I don't remember. Yeah, it sounds weird. So Dibs, the Caxi mascot. And then, of course, I want uh, Deuce Staley, the uh, the former uh, NFL player who is also the mascot of the Chicago Bears, because that guy could take anybody and probably take two of them at once. Good picks. Thanks. Good picks. Question two. Which president is the most forgettable? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Coolidge. Cool. Calvin Coolidge. Uh, final question. What is the coolest European definition way to travel? What is the coolest European definition way to travel? Yeah, the, we're using the European definition of coolest here. Oh, well, then it's obviously uh, on one of those like, f- like 
uh, small kind of like flat bottomed river cruise boats that cruises up like the Danube or like the Rhine or something like that. And it's, there are only white people on there dressed in like Patagonia. That's the perfect coolest. answer. Thanks. At least you closed out with the great answer. Good job. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I am. This is th- this game is called 33. Are you ready, Martin? I am. Okay. Justin Fields. He's going to be the number 1 quarterback star next year if he's not already. Justin Herbert. Unfortunate last name. He's on the downward trend. Justin Rasmussen. Oh, classic. Just classic. What else can you say? One of the great ones. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, next time, Matt, it's cool if you like do like a theme. Okay. I'll keep yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Cool. Great. A theme. Yeah, like with your three questions. Like I okay. had a theme. Yeah, your theme. Yeah. Impressionism. A theme. Okay. Right. Right. All right. right. Well, I think, you know, let's get ready to wind down here with another, you know, another of our favorites, which is hurrahs and huzzahs. Sounds and great. This is a time of the show where we, you know, depending on which week it is, we get to choose something that we, we want to celebrate. That's and a hurrah. A, give a hurrah to, or something that we think is vaguely foreign sounding and that we don't, then then therefore we don't like because we're Americans. Huzzah. We give you a huzzah. Yes, that's bad. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. I have I have the hurrah this week. Oh, great. So my hurrah is to fostering cats. So uh, last last week I was I was actually in Chicago. Martin and I had a writers meeting and and some other business to attend to, and so I was there, and I was mentioning to Martin that you know my mom likes to foster cats now, and so she comes she moves back and forth from Chicago and a, her other place that she lives, which I can't say or you know the Secret Service will cancel the show, but when she's in Chicago she goes to Paws, which is like. People everywhere um, weaving society together, or something like that. It's an animal shelter. I just made that part up, but it's weird. It's it doesn't have paws. animal in it. Anyway, so she'll get these cats. One time, she had a cat with with a crippled leg. Um, one that came from Puerto Rico after Hurricane Ina or whatever Ian, and just you know, just these kind of little characters from all over the world. And, you know, they're mostly just kind of weird and hide under her bed because they're so freaked out. But at least they get to, you know, eat in peace and, you know, not be floating around in like a upside down, you know, something in a hurricane. But anyway, um, so Martin said, well, you know, you'll know when I'm in hell because I'll be fostering cats. That's right. And I thought, 
you know, first of all, that was funny. Thank you. Martin hates cats. I do. But then I also just wanted to say that, you know, that makes it even more important that people foster cats because you need to, we need to make it clear that Martin's kind of slash and burn mentality about the world and the animals, you know, that live in it, you know, it's emblematic of kind of the, the rot in our society and just, you know, selfishness and, and always having to be the main character. There's no room for, you know, anything that doesn't have transactional value, you know, like a cat, you know, I can't take a cat, you know, and have Mark, you know, to the gas station and they give me 20 gallons of gas, you know, for Martin, that's really all that matters. But for those of us who are empathetic and, you know, that we know that by, by being nice to people, even if they're not nice to us, it's the right thing to do. I say, those of us should just keep fostering cats to hell with Martin, literally. And we're just going to keep doing what we do. Let me tell you a little story, Matt. Um, it's from the Bible, so it's true. Uh, Jesus was walking around, and there was a big earthquake, okay, in Galilee. And there were a bunch of cats that were forgotten. He said, I will foster the cats. Uh-huh. So he fostered the cats, and then at the same time, there were a bunch of orphan children gathered at the temple. And he said, I'm going to take my cats to the orphan children at the temple to cheer them up, and, you know, I'll hang out with them and at least brighten up their day. Well, there was a kid at the temple. His name was Matthew. No coincidence. Okay. He was allergic to cats. And Jesus brought the foster cats over, and Matthew died. Okay. So think about that next time you go on some sort of sick rampage. Okay, I'm rampage? Let's yeah, don't get think, defensive, whatever, not, just think about that. Let's just never use that word ever again, okay? There's, well, let, we have enough rampages. Let that sink in before you just immediately overreact. Okay, can you stop using like every cliched expression in the world? Let that sink in? I'm just reading off the card. Rampage. I'm just reading off the card. Okay. Okay. Don't be hypercritical of everything, even though it's fucked. Uh, the way Haraz and Hazaz works is you just listen to the other person give one, and then you give yours. Don't give me advice right now. You don't now. have a you're rebuttal the, time. You're in the literal cat house. Okay. So my Hazaz this week goes to Beautiful Soldier Field, The Mistake on the Lake. So I went to the Bears game yesterday and realized once again of the many shortfalls of this beloved stadium that looks crazy on the outside and is crazier on the inside. We'll work our way backwards here. We left the game at 3 o'clock, going as quickly as we could to the car, and I got home at 4.30. Um, Again, it's, you know, maybe seven miles from my house, maybe less. The pedestrian walkways inside the stadium are basically crowded, packed in like sardines at all times. If you are not in the seating areas, there's no way to watch the game. That includes if you're going to the bathroom, the concessions, whatever. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stairs. 
And in general, for a stadium that is 20 years old, it's really, really, really poorly designed and poorly put together. I'm not getting into why I think they should move to Arlington Heights, because that would be more of a hurrah. Just a huzzah to Soldier Field. It's not good. It's bad. So, okay, so... So, you're mad at Soldier Field because when you drive there, it's only seven miles away, but you have to drive your car there. You won't take public transportation. Did it take you a long time to get home? I have taken public transportation, and it takes equally long to get there. You expect to be able to watch the game while going to the bathroom. That's just weird. There's no stadium where you can do that. Okay. And there's a lot of stairs, and it's crowded. Because in your mind, it has to be built to be so huge that it's never never full. So what what kind of stadium are you? Do you want? You also you just described Wrigley Field almost perfectly, which you love. Did you hang up? You did. I hang up. I hung up because I was so mad. I had to practice what I was going to say. You were just screaming the F word for like 10 seconds. Yes. Wrigley Field. If you go to the bathroom, you can see the game on the TVs all the way into the bathroom. Maybe not in the bathroom, but all the way. Seems impossible for the Bears to fix that one. But they'll just have to rebuild the stadium. Um, It takes much, much, much less time to get out of Wrigley Field or into Wrigley Field. Okay. It also holds way less. A third less. A third. Yeah, which is a lot. Less than half. How about I cut your you-know-what by a third? That's a lot. All right. Well, you know what? We're running out of time. Let's... Yeah. Oh, wow. We'll save save this debate for another another show. All right. And, uh, you know... We just want to make sure everyone has a great week, unlike our week where we're going to be bickering all week. I know. Well, we definitely put ourselves up a couple notches this week. Uh, We're going to basically be taking up. I know. Thanks to me. Joe Rogan is canceled. We'll be taking his spot in the hierarchy of podcasts. Awesome. Hopefully our downfall is less graceful and more permanent. Correct. Um, But until then, we'll see you next time. Okay, everybody. Have a great week. All right. Bye.